0: hello everybody welcome to another episode of the charge shot games cast i am your host ben aka the Ziggy i almost forgot my own damn name <laughs> joining me is our very own adam his name is not adam though it's zero score justin
1: that was a wild ride i was kind of confused um i so i prefer I. to be called samus's bird dad
0: thank you oh okay the person who's actually uh no no don't go with that and joining us today is not Tyler, but rather Cyborg Tyler. You can't tell because the cosmetic surgery was really well. Cyborg Tyler, welcome.
2: Yeah, it was really hard to find cosmetics to hide all the chrome. Yes. Just got to say that.
0: Again, you want to get... You won't
2: be able to see it on the, on the audio version, but there might be a metallic sheen in there somewhere. <laughs>
1: I assume this is another cinema shot thing.
0: Yes, if you want to get that it reference, is. listen to the latest episode of Cinderella Shot, which will not be out of time. This happened, but it will be out afterwards. The Reign of the Superman. Why am I calling Tyler, Cyborg Tyler? Well, there you go. Go listen to that show. All right, we are the Charge Shot Games Cast from ChargeShot.com. We are a weekly video game podcast dedicated to games we've been playing and the news we've been reading. And this week, we've all been playing fucking Metroid Dread after twenty plus years. No, nope, of 19. F- 19. whatever, twenty plus sounds better <laughs> than nineteen. Leave me alone. Uh, at least 20 plus since the first con- since a console metroid happened so i'm right in that sense uh sure. no disrespect to fusion what about
2: prime 3 that was
0: 2007 2d no since 2d 2d metroid has on a console has it's been since 1994. There, there you go that's so, a lot of modifiers right. just to make sure you're right I am always right because I'm the captain. I'm Latino. You can't question me. Okay, but we've all been playing Metroid Dread. The whole fucking internet has been playing Metroid Dread. We're going to talk about Metroid Dread a lot. I know Justin is going to open up with Metroid Dread, and I think here we'll kind of kind of just jump in and out about our thoughts on Metroid Dread. That way, when it gets back to me and Tyler, we don't regurgitate anything. So let's Justin kick us off. Let's go because we don't want to talk about it. Metroid Dread, go. Yeah. So I want to say that um,
1: Thomas pitched the idea of doing a Metroid Dread spoiler cast. After we've all had some time to kind of get through it and and come up with our thoughts and stuff. So, I definitely like the idea of that as like a, like just a separate, like maybe, you know, special episode of the show or something like outside of the weekly. But for now, I'm going to try to stay kind of like top level, um, just go over some basics of how the game feels to play and stuff because I have beaten it. Um, I beat it first thing this morning because it's a holiday. I had a three day weekend. I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. So I don't have spoilers all week. I'm going to play it again. But for now, let's just beat it. <laughs> um, So I don't want to, you know, get too spoiler or anything. But I will say the game is amazing. Um, it just feels really good to play. Like, I w- <laughs> it took a little getting used to at first because Samus is fast. Oh, yeah. Like, for even, sure. even yeah. end game when I was trying to uh, go back and, like, you know clear out a bunch of the items and stuff i tried to go for 100 percent, didn't work out i got very close but there were a few that i'm just like no this this uh, this like the puzzle required to get this item is just bullshit so no i'm not doing it <laughs> um and yeah i got more of the ones than i expected to get i'll be honest like there were some that were like super complicated but i kind of like i found a little a little tweak to make it doable um but anyway, I will just say it goes by the zero mission rules of like, you better know how to chain shine sparks. It's insane. Um, but yeah, there were a few times even in the end when like I would try to, uh, run so far and, uh, like hit a, hit a shine spark like right on the edge of a, of a ledge or something. And I'd like fall off the side and like grip the ledge and hop back up. Or, like, um, I would try to go from, like, a slide to a Morph Ball, and, like, the slide would pop me back up, and I wouldn't go straight into Morph Ball. And, like, li- kind of little things where, like, it- some of the controls um, are automated in a way that, like, her movement is fluid. But if you're not trying to do the the thing, it can be really annoying when, like, it doesn't, like, register what you're actually trying to do. Um, And a lot of that is with, um, like, dropping down from a ledge and trying to grip. Uh, Because it kind of, like, it auto-registers, like, you know, dropping or going to Morph Ball or whatever. Um, And some of those can be, like, so quick that it's hard to... Point is, like, she moves very quickly. And... You can do a lot of things. Like, the, I almost, honestly, I forgot about the new uh, dash counter for a lot of the game. Because, like, it's, it's a great green. move, but I just never thought to hit that button. <laughs> um, That's because
2: you like to hit things from afar. It's true, I
1: do. I'm not a, I'm not a melee person. Uh, and yeah. especially, like, as Samus. Like, the only ones I really did that with were the ones that, you know, charge at you. And you have to melee counter them away. Uh right. and even then a lot of times I just tank the damage, because who cares? But yeah, like this is the most fluid, like, full moveset that Samus has ever had, especially early on. When like already you can uh you can slide, you can dash counter, you get you have missiles, you have your regular shot, like there's there's some great mobility there in the very beginning. Um and there's a really good, like, steady stream of new items and stuff. A few of them I kind of question without getting into too much detail. Like, I wonder why you get, like, a few things so close to other things that kind of, um, like, neutralize what you just got in a way. Uh, but... For the most part, like, it's a it's a diverse moveset and not a lot of things, like, replace the others. There is beam stacking in this game. It's not like Super Metroid where, like, you can, you know, toggle things on and off. Um, You just, your things get stronger. Like, in the, it, it's kind of based on the Game Boy Advance game engine. If you think of things like that. Um, but it's also probably the most like, things to get of any Metroid game. Because um, yeah, it basically has every, like, main item from past games. And also a substantial amount of new ones. Um so I kind of like that they mixed like the new and the old, and you're not really missing anything major. Uh there were a few things I thought you would get, but they were replaced with other, like, you know, cool new items. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like you still, you know, you it's still functionally the same thing, just their own version of it. Um But yeah, the other the other really cool thing is like the order that you get items. Um, oh yeah! Like there's a few surprising omissions
0: until about like halfway through the game, and you're like, "Really? I'm just now getting this." Like yeah, I saw a uh, a meme comic of a certain item that happens, and I'm like, and, and I, I I realized I wasn't going to get this item early on. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the comic, okay, that's pretty damn funny uh, how Samus is drawn. I won't say what it is because, you know, spoiler, like, it, right. it, it's fun to if not when you realize, like, wait, where the fuck is this item? Holy shit, am I going insane? Yeah. I mean, some of it is, you know, functional.
1: Like, those functions are taken care of so you don't need the items as early. But it's also frustrating to, like, just assume that you have something because, you know, you're so far in the game and you're like, oh, yeah, crap, I can't do that yet because you're just so used to it um so yeah like it's it's it surprises me at every corner, uh and aside from just like moving very quickly like the game itself and samus um i think those two kind of go hand in hand um the like enemy variety is very good like every uh every section of the planet or whatever um has its own like almost entirely its own set of enemies and sometimes like when you go back to an area there's new enemies there that you have to contend with that weren't there before like you're you know maybe cross i don't know i don't know if it's like you're cross-contaminating between the areas or what but like it'll change up what enemies has are where it
2: something to do with uh with the Emmys themselves, because that's usually uh, the spot that I figure, like, oh, these guys weren't here before. What's going on yeah. here?
1: And speaking of the Emmys, uh, they
0: are insane. Like, yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's the it's the X it's SAX on crack.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they're way scarier than the yeah. SAX. Let's be real. I, I,
1: I got pretty good at parrying them by the end, um, but they also like. They are their own kind of like puzzle sections. Um, And the pacing of them is a little weird sometimes because like there's some RNG involved. So you could go into an area and just, they are right on you. Like as soon as you go in and then you're stuck, like you just, you die and you get respawned. Like there's no way around it. Other times they don't find you for the entire time and you just kind of go around unmolested but it's um, that
0: idea of like they could be fucking anywhere. Because 'Cause you'll exactly. hear do you'll hear that fucking noise, yeah, and then it's like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> and especially like as you get stronger, they get new
1: abilities. So you're contending with like harder to beat Emmy, and they also find ways to neutralize some of your abilities, just like with the kind of the battlefields that you're on. Um like, you know, you might have a ton of a ton more abilities but then they like kind of stick you in a in a series of claustrophobic hallways where you can't use any of those abilities. And so you're still like on a frantic like, you know, chase sequence where you feel like the beginning of the game again. Um and that kind of stuff is really cool cuz they still feel like a legitimate threat like even at the end. Um and they also give you some of the best abilities. But I like that They are a nearly constant threat through the game. Um, because there's a special way you have to beat them. Like, you never get an ability to just beat them. Um, it's not like the SAX where, like, they become a formidable threat. It's like, you're always screwed until you follow the, you know, the instructions of how to beat them. Um, and that's even mixed up a little bit. Like, it's it's the point where you kind of you know what you have to go do um to get like the omega cannon or whatever which is not spoilers i mean that's been talked about everywhere um but the actual like kind of puzzle of beating them is different every single time and that's really cool um but yeah i i posted a few videos on twitter if, if you guys follow me at my at my uh at zero score username um Flex on them, and I, I I kept tagging them as pro gamer moves because it's just like it's basically times when I would parry the Emmy and then get away. Um, but there was one in particular that I was so proud of because you um
0: you literally did the Dave Chappelle slap the ice water and run uh, <laughs> yeah thing um, <laughs> because I I had
1: rounded it so there's one that like um you're supposed to kind of get from across the room. It like follows along the the ceiling rail to come toward you, and so you can like you know get across like a large gap and then aim at it as it's coming across the ceiling and take it out. Um, so I ran across the room, got over to to where in my to to my spot and like readied the Omega cannon, which kind of puts the camera like third person behind you basically, mm-hmm. and waited. I was like, he's gonna come to the door, he's gonna he's gonna go up the ceiling. And he pops up from under the platform I'm standing on. And I was like, what the crap? Because you can't see the map or anything when you're in the Omega Cannon uh, view either. So he just pops up real quick. And I'm like, seriously? Like, where'd you come from? Um, And like, like basically just startle, like hit the button to counter and nailed it. So he froze and I tried to jump over him. There was no room. It was a tiny space. And later I found out you can actually slide under the enemies whenever they're stunned. But I didn't think about it at the time. My thought was, okay, ball jump! (laughs) So I went into a ball and hopped over his head. And then ran away. And uh, re-aimed, shot, and killed him. And that was all within, like, a 30-second clip span. And it was so good. It was, like, the perfect clip. I didn't have to cut it or anything. Um, But yeah, it's those moments when, like, you know, you turn an L into a W. Like... It feels really good, um, but the Emmy are great, like at first, I was kind of annoyed, and there's a few that are just legitimately like unfair um, with the abilities they have to you know to keep track of you basically, Yeah. but it's also never that bad because the checkpoints are so generous that if you die to one, you're just gonna get spawned outside the Emmy zone again. you run in. You know, maybe do a few rooms. It's not that tedious.
2: Yeah, it's a bit more forgiving than I thought mm-hmm. it would be. Because in any other Metro game, when you die, it immediately takes you back to the last save point. You right, were. right. But when you die to the Emmys, it just takes you out of the, also, the last Emmy door. You're some fucking
0: brutal, like, almost tomb, reboot Tomb Raider, a way to die. Like, fucking mm-hmm. spike right through the fucking visor. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And you can parry that again at the
1: last second. There's actually two parry windows. Um, the first one is like, it is, it's a, I can
2: never it's a it. clue.
1: Like it's actually got the little counter um, flash. The second one is just like, I think it's the moment right before the spike comes out. You can, you can hit the button right then. Otherwise you just kind of like kick helplessly against the enemy. Um,
2: yeah, that's what ends up happening. Yeah.
1: So if you miss the first one, you can still get the second one. It's not, like, countering once, like, destroys it. But, yeah, there was a few times I I had to get the second one instead. But, again, it always feels good when you hit that, because it's not a guaranteed. Like, I was just watching, um... There's already some sub-two-hour speedruns. Of course there are. I know. It's been out three days. Um, Fuck, guys. (laughs) And I was watching one that was really impressive, and even he, like, missed a few times. Um... You got one game over and also had to like get the second hit instead of the first um because he missed the first counter, so like you know the people that are speed running this game three days in are still missing the Emmy counters, like it's hard <laughs> um yeah, but also like the bosses themselves in this game are very good, like some of the best ever um some of it gets a little repetitive boss by are the so end cool. like. It's not quite to the level of all the Metroid fights and Samus Returns, but it definitely feels like they enjoy the kind of, uh, you're presented with a boss, and then by the end, that boss is basically a regular enemy type fight. Um, Where it's just like, why am I fighting this thing again? Like, it's not hard anymore. (laughs) Um, It's just that Samus became so cool that boss characters are
2: nothing to her anymore. Yeah. I I've guess only so.
0: fought one boss and that's the first one you fight. Mm. Um and I won't lie, when I first know that first parry window, I'm really glad they brought that back from mm-hmm. Samus Returns where and it's you, even you better. get like the cinem- the cinematic and you, you get to mash to keep going, it gets interactive. Mm-hmm. God, it makes you feel so cool. It makes Samus feel cool. God, this, there's geez, some press. enemies you can only kill if you hit the counter. the
1: counter. Like of course. it basically transitions into a cutscene. Like a you know, a, a finish them off cutscene. Um, Mm -hmm. and you don't, it'll just keep cycling until you hit it. So, like, it'll cancel out, it'll take some damage, and then you'll have to, like, do a little bit more fight again, you know? Um, and then it'll do the same parry window again, you hit it that time, and then the fight ends. Which is kind of annoying, but, yeah, the, the fights are crazy. Uh, that's the kind of thing I'm not gonna get super into, but, like, there isn't a single boss fight that you can just, you know, tank through. Like the ones in past games like i I've, I've complained before about how every Ridley fight basically is just a missile sponge um with no uh, real pattern to it, yeah, it's just dodge to, dodge the tail, yeah, and these like they all have phases, and like I mean you can you know you can spam missiles, but you're still gonna have to like watch out for the attack patterns and
0: stuff um because you'll die otherwise. And it feels like, very freeform with how yeah. they want you to approach bosses. It's not going like, to just be standing still.
1: It's it's very much a Metroid game still, in the you know the way the map is laid out, and like the trickle out of new of new powers and stuff. But the boss fights feel more like something out of like Mega Man X, um, where like especially like the final Sigma fights. You know, it's multiple phases, and you have to kind of like. Basically avoid attacks and then wait for the opportunity to actually get a shot in. Um, it's kind of like that, rather than just standing still and pop 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 like you could before. But some of them are extremely hard. Uh, there's a there's a multi multi phase that's pretty similar to Digger Not, not so much like a puzzle focused. Such an, such an unfortunate name. I know, but I it's such a such a good boss um but yeah it doesn't have like the puzzle elements like how you have to you know go spider ball like into it and and hit like weak points or whatever um but it is a multi-phase thing where like you will get wrecked if you're not paying attention to the patterns because it has like screen wipe attacks with you know one window to avoid um and the final fight is It's not the hardest thing in the world. Like, it's not a cutscene fight, like, you know, Mother Brain and Super Metroid. But it's also, like, it's not the hardest fight in the game. Um, but you have to, like, you have to pay attention. Because it moves extremely quickly. And, like, you, you can't really tell if you're actually doing damage or anything. Um honestly I wasn't sure I was until it went into the next phase and I'm like okay we're good we're good but it's like it's technically like a four phase fight um with like you know some cinematic and and stuff thrown in in between the phases and everyone has like unique attack patterns that you have to pay attention to uh so it was like every single time I would get to the next phase like I I would get the phase figured out get to the next phase and then die on that one and then have to start over again so, like I said, it really reminded me of Sigma, uh, where it's like you have to memorize each phase in order. So, that, like, the first one might not be hard, so you have all of your life for the next phase, and then you figure that one out. And then you, you know, die again. You can cheese through the first and second phases, but the third phase you have to figure out. Yeah, they're very good. Um, and that's most of what I'm going to say, without, again, without getting into spoilers or anything. Um, One of my favorite things is just, like, the environments. Like, the game is beautiful. Um, I mean, it's a Switch game. Like, some of the textures are not up to snuff. But I was playing it on a 70-inch 4K TV all weekend. And, like, it blew my mind still. Um, Just because, like, it's a strong art style. That, like, you don't care that some of it's kind of blurry. Or, like, you know, muddy textures. Because it just... It's very confident in how it looks. Um, and like the way you have to interact with with your surroundings sometimes and like change the world around you. Like in ways where if you come back to that room, that change stays is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And there's some things like yeah. certain certain block types you take out once and they stay gone. You don't have to like, you know, hit the block every single time you go into the room. Again, I don't want to say because like spoilers for items, but that kind of perpetual world is really satisfying, um, especially when you're trying to do like puzzle solving stuff, because you might have to take out one set of blocks and then that'll like free up your amount of time that you can like, you know, make it to the next area before time runs out or whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess I already I already said I already talked about shine sparking the speed boost has some very tricky puzzles I'll just say that (laughs) it does it is a like
2: like I literally just got it myself and I was a bit stumped at first
1: you don't use it a lot for actual progression but like all of the hardest collectibles are speed boost puzzles and some of those are just insane so yeah I'll, I'll let you guys talk about the game for a while um but it's so good i like i'm i'm waiting to start a second playthrough um don't want to burn yourself out right but like, like i said i was i was watching a sub two hour um speed run so i kind of want to see if there's any tricks from that like I, I, people have already figured out a few sequence breaks which is kind of handy um uh, because some of the routing in the game is a little weird Uh it's it's classic Metroid, where you, like, go to a different area, get one item, and then come back. But it'd be nice to find, like, better routing to, you know, cut down some of that stuff. Um, yeah, for sure. But it was kind of funny, because it was, like, there was an upgrade I got early. Not, like, not... Um, it wasn't an actual power, but it was, like, a, you know, consumable type thing. Um, and I didn't have the actual item yet. So, like... It basically said that I picked up a question mark. Um,
2: Yeah, I've literally got one right before we started.
1: And, like, it's kind of weird, because in past games, like, if you got, you know, for example, if you got super missiles early, you just get super missiles. Like, you don't have to go to the one that's actually, like, a ball on a Chozo statue. You can get a random pickup, and that gives you super missiles before you've actually found, like, the real one you're supposed to get. This game doesn't seem to follow that logic. And I'm not saying that what I picked up was Super Missiles. That was just an example. Um,
2: it was probably like the secret item from Zero Mission that has that really ominous jingle. I'm going to put it right here in the audio version.
1: <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was interesting. The fact that you can like, pick it up early, but you can't use it early. And that made me wonder if there's really a lot of opportunity for sequence breaking. But it seems like that might have been like an edge case. So,
0: but yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, you pretty much said I think, I, echoing, I'm not very far into the game, because uh, every time I boot it up, I always, just because I play it usually after work, I'm just, like, falling asleep and not, not do the Metroid just because my body's exhausted, and <laughs> I like to play my Switch in bed, so, comfy bed, which, is, you can see that right there, uh, <laughs> mixed with, uh, tiredness is gonna be recipe for, like, uh, not being playing on Switch. I will say, I think this is the best environment, mm-hmm. uh, so far that I've explored in the Metroid. It feels Organic for the first time. Like I love uh, Planet Zebes. That's great. Super Metroid's mm-hmm. great. I love the uh, the satellite mission in um, uh, Fusion. What the fuck is the one in Zero Mission? Is that SR three eighty eight? Right? No, that's also Zebes. Which one's SR three eighty eight then? Is that, is that's that Metroid Two? two. That's uh, Metroid Two. Okay, like those are all cool. And obviously, remake Mercury Steam did a really good job of making that feel organic. This one and how. Everything interweaves with the machinery, with the with the planet. It's all just the stuff in a, the background. It's so good. Yeah. It's so so good. And I I put, somebody put this out on Twitter. I, I don't remember who it was specifically, but how like I, I kind of like it's kind of the reverse. So my, without explaining what happens, but instead of descending into the planet, <laughs> you're basically trying to get the you're basically trying to escape hell for all intents and purposes. Um, and like I kind of like that that reverse idea. It's something that's so small. But it feels refreshing, even though we haven't had a game since uh, a 2D Metroid game since 2002. So, yeah, it's it's the first one where your goal is to get back
1: to your ship. Like usually, right, you start exactly. at your ship, and you're just trying to like get down to the source.
0: Exactly. Um, presentation-wise, it nails us out of the park. Like I felt like I feel like she's never been gone. I feel like Samus has not been gone in terms of this Metroid. The new suit looks godlike i do like the gold and white initially that you first see at the beginning that's not a spoiler you see it initially um uh, but the blue and white is is also really fucking sick it's so, i miss um, the blue and white by the end yeah i i'd imagine uh but so far i'm i'm loving it i will lie sometimes i feel like man it, it, am i lost and then like i'll in about three different times um i have um i have like just shot a block like oh okay i'm like am i stuck like no way am i stuck as the camera tries to focus on his new amiibo, uh, I oh uh, speaking of amiibo, I did try the oh uh, the you can't see it up here, but the other Samus amiibo. I should I should get my amiibo. Hold on, give me a second. Let
2: me get yeah, I haven't tried using the Smash Samus amiibo on it yet. Does that even work? Yes, yes. I can I they do. They all work. So, uh, they
1: just basically re- okay. replenish um, life or missiles, pretty much. That could come in handy. So
0: here is the uh the smash 20 this is from 2014 and then you can see justin's as our camp Mine expensive. so yeah you can see the difference um so yeah come uh, on. i think i'll put some-
1: come on focus there we go this is
0: Mine's is not focusing at all it's just staying on me um uh, it's very oh. pretty Two lovely ladies right beside me. Yeah, that's a, and you can see the amount of detail in between Amiibos. I still think the 2014 um, uh, Amiibo for Samus is really good, but that one's just like the, the, the... Yeah. You can see the level of detail Amiibos got in between then. Um, like, I'll admit, yeah, the that's... paint
1: is not perfect on this thing. There's some there's some clear flaws, but it's so cool still. Yeah. It's um, a complex the... design. Like, as long as you it's...
0: Can.
1: They couldn't get it perfect.
0: But that being said, uh, control-wise, I think Samus' controls the best. And this is somebody who prefers uh, super cut of floatiness. I really, I, I'm not really the biggest fan of how tight she controls in uh, Fusion. But here they found like a perfect balance to where she just feels floaty enough, and and there's the Emmy, which towers over Samus. Yeah, it's um, huge. Like the Amiibo uh, itself is huge. There's, uh, I, I just really like how Samus controls. Like they found the perfect balance between. Um, floatiness and tightness. I really wish I could still wall jump up one wall, but whatever. You can't do that. You can only do yeah. it super. It's fine. It's that kills think. a lot of like sequence breaking concepts. I, I want to see how people get around that. Yeah, that'll be interest. That'll be interesting. The interesting part, but uh, like I said, I'm I'm not probably gonna beat this by next week. I'm literally taking my time with it. Maybe playing an hour, or two hours a day. I want to just enjoy this. And then, you know, as future playthroughs come, then try to beat it as fast as I can. But I'm not, I don't, I'm not, you know, upset that anybody beat this over three days. I'm just not going to beat it in three days. I, this other shit I want to play. And, uh, I, I want to like take my time, uh, as I go through this. So, uh, I've also been playing on handheld mode and I played a little bit on TV. It's fine. Um, it could be that my TV's older, but I found it the best when I was looking at it in handheld mode. Um, it's, it's so good. Yeah, uh, Tyler, you have anything to say about Metroid Dread before we pass it back to Justin for his other games? Um,
2: only that. Uh, uh, aside from you guys, I'm not really the biggest Metroid fan. I think I'm pretty passive on the series, but given uh, my short time uh, playing through this game, uh, this is probably one of the coolest uh, Metroid-type games that I played in a long time. Like, uh, Samus controls beautifully, like you said. The environments are cool. The bosses are interesting. All the uh, power ups that you get are really neat. Uh, I've been finding lots of really cool shit uh, just messing around. Like uh, I tried doing uh, bomb jumps earlier <laughs> today, and I'm happy to find that that still works. They're really, I'm they're really good at it. too.
1: I mean, like it's not super hard to do.
2: Yeah, I just got to find the ribbon for mm-hmm. it, is all. But yeah, this will probably be like the first actual Metroid game that I actually beat. Like. I start Metroid games and then I get stuck and I just put them down for whatever reason. But I'm pretty confident that uh, this game is cool enough that I'll be able to finish it on my first try. Like I'm enjoying it that much, man.
0: Yeah, it's it's great. It's like taking it's literally doing what a good sequel should do, and it's taking everything from the past, the remakes, the original games, and then making it into the basically this is the all so far. Uh, and I think it's safe to say, based on what people have beaten the game, this is the ultimate 2D Metroid experience. Um, so,
1: and my final uh, time with like 95% items was like 11 and a half hours. So I mean, it's fairly substantial for a Metroid game. Yeah.
0: yeah. And granted, and you know that's
1: first run. Like I said, someone's done it under two hours now. But like that's speed running. Like two hours in Super Metroid is not a speed run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no,, no, no,
2: yeah, it's pretty much a casual yeah, one. yeah.
0: <laughs> shit, my super Metroid runs are like three hours, maybe four if I'm not mm-hmm. trying, so um, it's I mean yeah, I can do it of...
1: in less than two hours,
0: yeah, I can't, but whatever, uh, all right, anything else you've been playing, Justin, or have you been focusing solely on Metroid? Dread?
1: uh mostly Metroid, I played a little bit of Vita stuff, actually, I brought my Vita home, um, here it is, it's very pretty, nice. It's not going to focus, but there we go. Yeah, it's all aqua and nice. Um, It's so round. But I haven't played too much. Um, I got a a few more games on here over the weekend. That's why I brought it home. Um, I wanted to finish up the collection of things I was wanting to get. But I just kind of, like, tried out a few different things. Like, I finally checked out uh, Shantae Half-Genie Hero. Um, because wasn't that one you, you had recommended me? Was that the one, or was Shanta- it a different Shantae?
0: Shantae's not on Vita. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. It's- I have it right here. <laughs> it must be an emulator, because I don't remember any Vita ports for Shantae. Maybe it's me. It
1: it's the only one.
0: Oh, that's, that's it. Okay, I guess. Yeah, and the dying. That's weird.
1: Yes. Yeah. I'll say I'm not
0: a... like. It's not really hooking me. Uh, probably was a yeah. Half Tiny Hero, uh, the best. The best one is Pirates Curse. Okay, Half-genie that's Hero, the one. I, yeah, that's what I was okay. half Hero is. That was the first. That was the first one I played after Pirates Curse, and it was kind of like a re not reboot, but like a restarting of the series. Where mm-hmm. like okay, we did the um, like the Pirates Curse. You didn't. She didn't have her magical power. She used like pirate weapons to get around and shit, and that was really fun. But the the second the second one half Genie Hero just isn't as well-constructed, especially when you play um, Pirate's Curse. It just... Uh, there's a lot of backtracking. Um, there's, like, a lot of weird enemy placement. A lot of... Like, there's there's a lot... There's a lot of interesting ideas, but none of them feel like they're fully cooked all the way through. It just okay. visually just looks pretty, because of the art style. It just...
1: It feels like a very basic platformer. Yeah, pretty much. Um, You're not wrong. Yeah. And then I... <laughs> I started the um the Jack trilogy collection.
0: Oh.
1: Um Ooh. because Tyler had been talking about it recently. And I booted up Jack 1, which I've yeah, never really played. Like I played it once at a friend's house and I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." And then I got Jack 2. <laughs> um so like it seems okay, but it does not run well on Vita. Um Ooh. I don't like it it doesn't even seem like it's like having frame rate issues. It's just choppy. Like the camera doesn't move great, and like your your own movements look like it's mis- like missing every other frame or so. Like it's not, it's it's stable, but it's not running at full like thirty frames a second or whatever. Um, it's a weird uh, thing. unfortunate
2: case of poor optimization because uh, when I played Jack and Daxter on PS3 and PS4, uh, it. Ran yeah, fine. like you'd think uh, it would soon, be fine, sixty frames all throughout.
1: <laughs> but I don't know; it, it was really bothering me. So, like, I want to keep playing, but that was not a good first experience. Um, Do it on console; save yourself the well, trouble. It was one of those things like, I have the time on Vita, so I feel like that's somewhere where I would play it. Um, and sure. speaking of per optimization, optimization. Um, I just booted up uh, World of Final Fantasy, which I mentioned last week that I was going to get with all the DLC and stuff. And the Vita port of that's a little rough, too. Like, I mean, it's it's not a super pretty game on PS4. Like, or PS3? I don't know. PS4. PS4. Okay.
2: It's also on Switch.
1: Yeah. Um, But, like, it just looks like it's missing a level of polish to the whole game. Um, Like, it's it's in like beta form if that makes sense. Like t- they they just stripped it, it's kind of like the switch port of Witcher 3. Like it's fine, it's playable, but it just looks like they dropped the quality of everything rather than like adjusting the art style to the um to the lower specs. Uh And I I think I just noticed it because I did play it on PS4. Like, I have that point of reference. Mm -hmm. And this is just, like, kind of bland in comparison. Um, I'll still give it some more time, because I do like the game overall. um, Aside from the bad voice acting. But I don't really play with the sound on on Vita anyway. Josh
2: Keaton is a gem. What are you talking
1: about? Mm -hmm. Tama, or whatever? Friggin... It puts the in all the wrong places. Um, well, grammatical errors are one
2: thing. I can't vouch for that.
1: It's just the way she speaks. Have you played it?
2: Uh, I played a bit of it on okay. Switch. Um,
1: yeah, it's just it's a really weird sentence syntax. Like, I can't, I can't even think of it. Like, I was just playing it earlier today, and I can't think of, like how they like talk in a way that doesn't make sense but yeah it sounds really bad and i feel bad for the voice actress that had to um stick to that way of talking (laughs) gotta make a living sure um that's mostly it i like very briefly booted up the adventure of mana um like, Vita version, which I think is just a port of the mobile version, like the 3D, uh, remake or whatever of it. And it feels like a mobile game. Um, like, it's just, it's very stiff. And I've played that game both on, like, Game Boy, like the original, when it was Final Fantasy Adventure, and Game Boy Advance, when it was Sword of Mana. Um, and both of those felt better than this. <laughs> So I was like, "Wow, maybe this will be a fun way to play the game. Nope. It's really bad. Um, Yeah, I think that's about it. Like I said, mostly Metroid. Okay. But I had some beater time this week.
0: All right, cool. Tyler, uh, what have you been up to you besides Metroid Dread, my dude?
2: Yeah, Besides Metroid Dread, which was pretty much the big thing, uh, the only other games I played was... um, I was still dabbling in Duel Links. Not really that much to add on that front. I also uh, dabbled a bit in the newly released Nicktoon All-Star Brawl. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I will say this. uh, When I first booted it up, um, it was kind of jarring, but it was only because I was going in the mindset of, this is probably going to be like Smash Brothers, Mm -hmm. right? you know uh just like the same like how you uh knock people out in the same way how you have like special and normal attacks and stuff and just um how you go around the stage and all that whatever but it controls vastly different and once you get out of the mindset of uh this th- of that this is a smash clone you actually start having fun with it like there's a button where uh, if you hold down ZL, because I'm playing this on the Switch, uh, it gives you the option to uh, have your character facing in one direction, and you just walk backwards and always face that one direction. That's wild. Which would be... It's pretty, it's pretty godly, and if you play as uh, Re or Terry in one-on-one in Smash Brothers, that's pretty much what that's like, except you have to hold down a button... And for specific characters, Cat-Dog in particular, it could be really good because uh, it's a cha- he's a character that faces two directions and has a special move where he can switch between them, and it's pretty nutty if you know how, to, how the mobility works. Also, you can do like a fucking melee wave dash, and I've been spamming that relentlessly after I found that out, so it's pretty cool to do that consistently. How does production
1: value feel? Like the fact that there's no voice acting or anything just bothers me.
2: Yeah, there's no voice acting. The uh, actual sound effects are a bit low and sometimes lacking in some areas, which which is unfortunate because there, uh, some of the harder hits lose impact when you don't have proper mm-hmm. sound effects. But in terms of graphical fidelity, some characters definitely look better than others. Uh-oh. Like, Ren and Stimpy is probably the best example of a character that does not look great. Like, it feels like that they're added in at the very last minute. Because if you look at them in the face, they they look like that their budget... Oof, they look rough. Like, especially, especially in Ren's case, where, oh my god, he does not look good at all. Whereas if you compare it to, like, uh, let's say for the sake of example, Powder Toast Man who comes from the exact same series as they do, uh, looks infinitely cooler. And and in case you were wondering, um, one of my mains in this game is definitely Powder Toast. Of course it is. Because he is the <laughs> best. And uh, I also uh, got some jollies of Reptar, who uh, is also really good in this game. He's pretty much Bowser. If uh, they actually went with uh, the Godzilla serial mascot that uh, he represented in, in Rugrats proper... Uh, but yeah, uh, the game's pretty fun so far. I'm enjoying it a little uh, after that initial rocky start because that's the biggest hurdle you have to get over—like how differently it controls compared to Smash. Just just get out of the mindset that it's a Smash game. You'll have more fun that way. Trust me. Uh, I was already on that camp once.
1: Don't don't want to jump on that boat again. But uh, so yeah, is it more uh, similar to uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale? Or Shrek Super Slam.
2: Um, I only played PlayStation All Stars once, and I've never, uh, I never played Shrek Super oh. Slam. Like, probably the closest comparison that I can really draw it to is uh, the Ninja Turtles Brawler from 2007. I forget what it's called, hmm. but there was a Smash clone featuring Ninja Turtles characters that came out at around the same time. Uh, TMNT 2007 came out uh, Yeah I'd say it's pretty close To that one but I think This edges it out uh, since It learns from The mistakes of uh, What Smash was going through uh, In terms of it's competitive scene But Yeah I'm, I'm enjoying the game So far if you guys pick it up I'd be Happy to um, you guys
0: I'm not that. Ugh, no. I'm, I'm waiting mean, to see
1: can... if they add crossplay.
0: I doubt yeah. it. that and was it, I if, doubt it, man. Unless this game like does gangbusters, like it we gets the Power Rangers treatment where like it just goes skyrocket, I doubt it. But we'll have to wait and see on that. Um
2: Yeah. I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt though. I do like uh, all of Nicktoons representation. They do have some um, good references here and there. Like probably the funniest is Patrick with uh, with his uh Downstrong uh, slamming the phone down. Um when he, where he says, no, this is Patrick, and his lose quote where he just has the fucking plank in his head with a
0: hammer. <laughs> That's great. It's so funny. That's great. Alright, I'll, if, I don't know, we'll see. I wanted to like this game, but the more I saw of it, I'm like, yeah, I'll stick with Smash. I understand Smash has a lot of problems of its own, but I'll probably get this one when it gets, like, DLC, or it gets the car- the voice acting. I think the, I think the sound effects are, always, like, really, really, like, bother me. When I, yeah. see, when I see people playing yeah. it, it's just... Yeah, it's fun, but... I don't blame you. It's, on. like, fun, but it's, like... Imagine playing Street Fighter Two with a... Imagine that. It's, like, it's just weird. Um, doesn't... It So, is. anything else, Tyler?
2: Uh, that's pretty much it.
0: Alright. So, I've been pretty fucking busy, but I only really have three games... Two games to talk about since we talked about Betray Dread. Uh, I beat Flynn, Son of Crimson, last Thursday. Um... Really fun game, uh, in all honesty. Uh, just the right amount of length, just the right amount of challenge. Very fun story. I kind of wish it was a little bit longer. Um, but it, I, I'm kind of glad it didn't overstay its welcome. It was just nice to play a good action platformer again. Um, with some with some fun combat stuff. Some fun, some really challenging boss fights. Um, like where it came down to old school pattern recognition. And once you got that pattern recognition down... The boss is pretty much yours. Uh, yeah, it's. God, I really hope this gets like a sequel or something because this is a lot of fun. Um, there are alternate paths in some stages, but I think the only reason to do them is to get like extra um, treasure that you can give to this monster in this town, and you get more red things to upgrade your stuff. So pretty much it's just maxing out your abilities, so there's nothing story related. Um, when, once I realized that, I, I just ended up fighting the boss directly. V- again, Seriously, it like I, I i know like some people are kinda of tired about like oh Indie darlings, indie darlings, darlings and I'm not calling this an Indie Darling, I'm just calling it like you want a fun game that it's not gonna take up too much of your time, it's not sportive but kinda just ticks all the right boxes but feel good to play, has a nice pleasant art style, good music. You get a giant dog to ride on in certain stages. Like it's just fun. And then you get to be able to switch between three weapons, between a sword, uh, a big ass axe, and then um, some claws um, and then you get to enhance your moves with, with, it's just, it's so much fun. I don't know what else to say. It's on Game Pass. It's like 20 fucking dollars on every, I'm pretty much everything else. I, I know I'm, no, I'm going to, I know I played it on Game Pass, but I'm probably going to grab it for Switch, uh, at some point when it maybe drops to 15 or $14, just, just to, I can see myself wanting to play this game again, because it'll probably take me a day or two at most, one or two sessions at most to, uh, to, to beat it. Um, and the more I thought about it, the the I think I said this last week with these sections where you have to go back and defeat like a cursed area. They don't. I don't think they're random. I just think they're like they just happen to happen on those particular times. You just it's just another challenges to go through. And once I realize you have to just kind of speed line through it, you're pretty much set. And the the the, the those stages aren't they don't overstay their welcome either. But the other game that has kind of wowed me. Uh, and I kind of wish Dread wasn't coming out this week because I I wanted to divide more time into it, but I'll find a way. I've been playing Scarlet Nexus. Uh, This was the game that dropped on Game Pass. It came out in the summer. Uh, I know some VTubers I watched got promoted to play it, and I thought, well, this looks interesting. Didn't really give that much of a thought. Uh, We saw Scarlet Nexus all during those Xbox promotions leading up to the Xbox Series X announcements, all that stuff. Um, But it was... Fuck, it was this... It's... It's anime as hell. Basically, you play as either the male character, uh, whose name I forget, or the female character, who's Kasane, who I play as, and you're pretty much like this... You're like... For all purposes, I call them mutants... Who are people who are born with these supernatural powers and they are required to join this special fighting force dedicated to fighting others, which are basically like these weird, like monster things. And you're basically a fighting task force, Power Rangers, whatever you want to call it. It's, Jap- it's Japanese Sentai at the, at the end of the day, whatever genre that. Tokusatsu, there you go. I think. Yeah, Tokusatsu. tokusatsu. Uh, it's just really cool. Like it's a simple hack and slash, Bayonetta, near automatic. You've played it, but how it presents itself is really unique and really fun. So Kasane, uh, she does, she uses knives until, uh, every, the gimmick is, like, every character has a superpower, has, like, a unique, like, psionic ability. So your main character has, basically, telekinesis, so you can basically, with the left trigger, just fling shit at enemies, and you have, like, a bar of how many times you can do it. Um, and so you can basically chain attacks to, uh, that, and then you can chuck, like, uh, either a... Uh, a car, a bench, whatever's lying around, uh, the game will know what the target, and you just launch it. There's other times where, like, you'll get big, like, cinematic moments to where um, you basically can have two things collide and just create like this ultra super finishing move. It's super super sick. And don't play this on Xbox One X. Just just don't. Do you? If you have a PC, play it on PC because God, that frame rate is, makes the game look so much <laughs> better. Um, the the cool part is at first I thought it was just going to be like a single player game. But this is actually, you know, has an RPG. It's actually an RPG. So you'll get other party members. I think at least up to three. And you can pretty much take their ability, your your party teammates' abilities, and incorporate, the, incorporate them. So early on, you'll get like a guy who would fucking hate him, but shit, his power is useful, his name is Sheedan, and he's basically the annoying rival character, it's like, uh, oh, uh yeah, yeah, and it's like Sheedan, yeah, uh, and he's you just gotta like, be uh, Callie me Callie calls him Sheedan, yeah, uh, like, well, I just want him to shut the fuck up, really, um, cause he's, <laughs> he's just like, uh, I'm, I'm the best, he's that kind of character, that fucking trope, the end, in- mm. yeah, it's like, can't believe I have to do this, uh, and does that over and over again.
2: Uh, a
0: little bit more not so much snobby but just more fucking i'm constantly i'm constantly annoyed uh, that i have to lower myself to your standards or why are you above me like there's a great moment where you're pairing off in the teams and he's like i will be the lead and kasane the main character shows like i'll take the lead and then like the 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 commander of your of your platoon was like all right kasane you're in charge and he's like Mm -hmm. wait what the fuck what happened there of and he's just bitching about it the entire time so every time he opens his mouth i just go shut up just shut shut the fuck up shut shut the fuck up please he's just annoying but so far well like it's it's anime if you like anime you're gonna like how the game presents itself you're gonna have a good time it really feels like like this is like a like a show that just got a video game but it's not there is no show attached to it it's just its own original ip but the tropes are there all a group of like not, they're not all kids. Some of them are a little bit older. Come together and some shenanigans happens. Uh, I haven't really played too much. You know, I'm only about three hours in, so I'm technically still in, in the tutorial standpoint. Um, but it's still very very fun. Visually, it's like the 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 FOV, the field of vision, is really fucking cool. I, like I like how the backgrounds look. It's like definitely near mata Automata inspired, but uh, like a lot more color <laughs> in that instance. Um, so far, some of the abilities I've gotten are electricity, invisibility. Pyro tip, pyrokinesis and stuff like that. So far, some are useful. Some are some are just situational, like, and some are just like good for just elemental damage. Uh, so, like, some enemies will appear oiled. So, if you have a fire user on you, you can enhance. You can basically with the RB and whatever. De- hey,
2: look, it's Hakan from Street Fighter
0: Four. Pretty much, it with with RB or say if the if the enemy has like what like is what is is a water based enemy. If you press RB and the cor- corresponding button. You can then use their power to like enhance your power. Or if say uh, one of the powers I just got was a a girl by the name. uh, Her power is clairvoyance. So which and and that doesn't seem like it would be helpful in battle. But that pretty much like so in a situation they can make invisible enemies seem visible. So you don't have to struggle to fight them. And then some monsters now will basically be like a big ass fog machine. And in fact they fucking look like a fog machine. I'm not even joking about that. Um, you can basically clear the flaw, of the fog with her clairvoyance. With her clairvoyance, so some powers definitely are situational. I mean, you can say all of them are situational, but at least like with electrical damage, fire damage, that you can apply that shit to anything. You know, you can do sun damage and all that shit. But it's just really, really good. The voice acting is, for at least the English voice acting, is really solid. I started to play it in Japanese, but I'm like, you know what? No, let's give. I don't want to read subtitles right now. Let me just play it on English. So if I look away, I don't miss anything. Um, and there does seem to be, like, a sort of, not dating sim, but, like, a, like, not life sim, but, like, a bonding sort of mechanic, so, after you kind of do your first couple of missions, you meet more characters, and you're introduced into bonds, and they have bond episodes, and they're basically, like, little mini, mini side quests, where you go with a particular partner to, like, achieve in a quest, and you strengthen the bonds. The deeper your bond, the more cool new abilities you unlock, um, and stuff like that, so, uh and also you can unlock abilities from leveling up uh you have a thing called i think it's called the brain stem so it looks literally looks like brain stems and the more you level up you can attach to it like in, what i love instantly is like you can upgrade to a double jump like right off the bat just like bam so that's what i did uh, or you know th- th- it's like i said a lot of this stuff you've seen before but what i admire about it is how it's presented and to me that's what's the most important and how unique is it based on your on that? And for me, it sells itself in, on itself. I really want to see where this goes. Because right now, like again, very anime TV show where like, the very beginning is very much, okay, we're settling in. We're getting to know each other. I'm waiting for that mid-season episode where shit just goes bad. And then all of a sudden, the fucking real plot is revealed. I That's what I'm waiting for for this game. But again, I'm only three hours in. I'm pretty sure this is a beefy game. So uh, I'll be definitely playing more of this. I'm really laughs in person. Yeah, I'm I'm really uh, I'm really excited. I'm really glad this is on Game Pass because I wanted to try it out when it came out, just couldn't at the time. Um, so I'm glad it's on Game Pass so I can play it, and I'm glad I can play it on my PC because it just it runs so great. Oh, last thing, I uh, after like I think you're several missions in, you unlock a uh, uh, it has like a Final Fantasy mechanic, seven remake mechanic where you can break a, 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 a an enemy's guard and after like and you do that by basically chucking pirate like telekinesis shit at them. So after you break that guard, you can do a move called brain crush and it's basically like a big ass super move.
1: Mind crush. You no, know, you
0: said I was going to say that. Once I fucking he- I heard brain crush, but every time since then, I always suck and said mind crush every time. Uh it's it's great. It's fucking amazing. Seriously, if 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 you're looking for like an anime, if you're looking at an anime to play in, that's not like an established uh, IP, play this one. Play Scarlet Nexus. It's fan fucking tastic. It again, not original in terms of its combat system stuff like that, but it's original in its idea and its presentation. And that's pretty much all I've been playing uh, this week. Um, so, uh, Justin, are we gonna go to commercial break or not?
1: Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me let
0: me put this boy down. We gotta put the cat. Down. Why are you
1: so wet?
0: Right. Uh oh, that's not good. I think he just slobbered. He was okay. too comfy. Okay. All right. Um. All right, all, right. all right, guys. We're gonna go to commercial break real quick, and when we come back, we'll be talking about the news. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the charts of Gamescast. It is now time for the news segment, ladies and gentlemen. And let's kick it off with some fucking trash talk, apparently, allegedly. <laughs> uh, obviously, uh, some idiots out there made it a stink that uh, the final Smash DLC was being revealed at the same day that um, uh, All-Stars Brawl was to released. Ergo, minding that even fucking Sakurai even knows what All-Star Brawl is and Smash fans need to get over themselves. But, speaking of Smash fans needing to get over themselves um nickelodeon all-stars brawl devs roast smash ultimate and nintendo for not listening to fans um the developer for nickelodeon's all-star Brawl threw some shit at nintendo and super smash Bros ultimate for not listening to fans during the interview with melee pro Juan hungry box i'm not gonna pronounce his last name because i don't want to fuck it up um you know who hungry box is if you're a smash fan you've heard that name Uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl has impressed many uh, many in the Smash community for taking the game seriously, despite being a cartoony clone of Nintendo's flagship fighting game franchise. Wave-dashing, strong online netcode, mechanics that require technical skills, many Smash fans have been looking forward to the game's release. Now on the eve of Smash's Ultimate Final DC Reel and Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl's release, (laughs) the developer put Nintendo on BlastFile Speak with Hungrybox. Uh, There's a video clip if you want to watch it, but the quote is... We are listening very carefully to what people are saying about the game. Developer Marcus Villalobos said in response to a question about future updates. We have the perspective of both developer and the gamer because we play a lot of Smash games in the past that we know what it feels like to not be listened by the developer. Okay. Uh, Nintendo has been notorious for not responding to fan feedback or working with the Smash community on the game. True. Uh, just releasing ge- just releasing balance patches without much reason or addressing concerns somehow with the title. So, from a uh, a Smash fan perspective, he'll always explain how the team plans to do the opposite of Nintendo, saying we are going to look very closely into what people think about balancing the game and adjusting. Uh, We will always appreciate the devs listen," said Hungrybox strung back piling on the Nintendo attacks. Okay, so a lot to take in right there. Uh, Number one, I guarantee you, they fucking have to answer to Nickelodeon for any fucking final things that they want to make. So, I cannot... I, I. I don't like seeing this, but I can't wait till this quote blows up in their face when the, there's a change they want to implement it and they get the no from Nickelodeon because either the Nickelodeon's not going to give them the budget or they don't get the approval because that's what it comes down to. If Sakurai has a decision to make, Nintendo has the final say. I'm like, no. So. Well,
1: Plus, that community is already so toxic. Why do you feel the need to fan those flames? Because like, it's the
0: same fucking community. Like, they, they want to migrate over and bring that toxicity over there. Um, it's like I I don't understand like 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 the reason your fucking game exists is because of Smash right like like I understand the frustrations of Nintendo shutting down events and doing all this shit that we've talked about that we don't like that but I, I, and this is somebody who's coming from like a like wrestling fans shut the fuck up about your competition when you're not and you're not even competition at this point you like you guys like no offense to All Star Brawl. You guys are not nothing compared to what Smash is. A lot of platform fighters are not. And to, to quote unquote, we will listen to the fans. You know that only means so much that you actually can do it. Um, given Nickelodeon approves anything, you, it's never a good look to like like
1: clone someone's hand and then shit in it.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Like, and to me, like. And that's what I worry about this game, and, and is that like we made a game for, uh, for, uh, for Smash players, for hardcore Smash players, and you know what the beauty of fucking Smash is? Is that both audiences can fucking enjoy the game, mm-hmm. both at a high level and at a casual level. Um, while I, I may not necessarily yeah. agree with Smash at a high level, you can find it there and people have found it there. If to like it's it's like this it's a very like to compare it to another smaller game with a a, like a small budget Power Rangers Battle for the Grid that game is both very beginner friendly and insanely fun at the top. To and so far what I've seen, the game does not seem like if you know how to play Smash at a high level or at any kind of competent level, you're going to basically bully people who don't know what they're doing that well. Versus you. Versus in power Rangers, the mechanics are different enough to work you, you ha- that that threshold is a lot higher between the highest of the high and and the casuals for sure but i, I, I don't I, I think this is the wrong way to come out because it's, they're going to run into a situation where Nickelodeon's going to tell them "No, you can't do that or no we, we won't allow that or no, we don't have the budget for that." So And they
1: won't be able to blame Nickelodeon because that's who their budget comes from. Like they'll just yeah. get
0: shut down. Exactly. Like Smash Planet. Nobody hates Smash nobody hates Smash more than Smash players, is mm-hmm. what I like to say. Yeah, right. Um Yeah. So yeah, just just Salt Bay, just to me it just screams saltiness. Like again, and some of it's warranted. Nah, no, he fucking has salt on hand. Look at this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> give me the salt. I was
2: actually saving it for later, but I think now's a good as time as any. Yeah, some
0: some of it is warranted, and we'd agree with that. But sometimes, again, you know, the... the oh, But, of course, they're not going to stop playing Smash Melee or Ultimate for All-Star Brawl. So, you know, it's whatever. They're going to still play Ultimate. They're going to still play that for the high level, for the money. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's move on. To the next topic, which is uh, this is kind of old news, but I feel like it's still important to bring it up. Um, uh, hey, by the way,
1: everyone was hacked
0: last week. <laughs> yeah, uh, not hacked, but um, no, I know it's yeah. Twitch uh, hit by huge leak, including source code, payouts, and more. Um, uh, so the first the first thing is okay. So um, I'll read the first thing, and then we'll go for the uh, we'll go for the updates. Um, Twitch has reportedly been hit by a huge leak after an anonymous hacker posted a torrent file containing vast amount of data for public access. According to a report by VGC, the hacker presented 125 gigabytes torrent link to 4chan on Wednesday reporting linking the entirety of Twitch's source code along with the creator payout from reports in 2019, mobile, desktop, and console Twitch clients, proprietary services, and even unreleased Steam competitor codenamed Vapor from Amazon. Really, Amazon? From I didn't know about that part. Um, Jesus Christ. Some have already started digging into the torn to discover what other data points are currently on public display. With one person claiming that encrypted passwords have also been compromised in the leak. I think that was debunked that passwords were. Yeah, that's not one of the updates. Of yeah, okay. Uh, so, any data breach account holders. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, among the sensitive information. The big thing about this, though, before we get to the updates, is the fact that, like, <gasps> top streamers make money. What? Um. I can't believe
1: I've given them oh money. God. They're rich. I can't believe well, it. I can't... gave them money. I mean yeah.
0: –
2: I donated them money? Are you
1: Real
0: talk. Me? I was surprised that Critical mode <laughs> made $9 million over the course of, what, a year. That kind of like, whoa, that's a lot of fucking money.
1: Um, over the course they, of two that's... years.
0: Yeah. Well, two years. Um, but also that's there... not
1: a lot of money for an entire company.
0: No. But the, like that's – and that's just not counting like the stuff they get from cons – partnerships, right. that's, that's just Twitch payouts. Shit, I could fucking use my million dollars in two years, that would be great! Um, True, I mean,
1: they have a lot of overhead, but yeah, that's only the payouts, that's not other deals and stuff
0: they have, so they made exactly. more money than that, you're right. Exactly. But, like, to me, like there was this dumb outrage of, like, you know, streamers getting lost. La- I'm like, where the fuck do you guys think the money was going? <laughs> right. I don't this understand. This is their job. Yeah, and I think what you should be mad about is the disparity level between the 0.1% and like the people like me, Justin, and like a whole bunch, and a whole bunch of probably above us too, in the middle between who are like who can probably make a decent living at this, but aren't because of the payout discrepancies. So yeah, you know that's the bigger issue, not necessarily the fact that they got money. Like go for this. Is, they, is they-
1: that the money they actually earned, or the amount of
0: donations they received? Because I, well, like I mean, you know
1: Twitch takes half on like subs and stuff.
0: Well, if it's donations, they get everything. So I think this is from subs. So assuming that's half, that's half and not half. Like, so what's like, that'd be like close to $17 million then. Yeah. Add
1: all that up and Twitch made a lot of money too. Like exactly. Yeah. That's the insane part is they take half of most things that you pay to streamers.
0: Exactly. Garbage.
2: I'm only burning my half.
0: Nice Joker reference. Uh, in addition, kind of this is kind of a side note. Twitch also decide. Like, I don't know if they're going to do this or not for sure, but they they they're expanded with this idea to basically pay boosting channels um, mm-hmm. where you could pay to boost the stream. But let's be real, that's only going to work for like the top point one percent, where you can yeah. can pay to boost their stream, and it won't work for guys like uh, like us guys right here. Um, you know, the people who need guys, the boost. Yeah, the little guys. Yeah. Uh, watch out! I'm going to be the next face of Twitch. Fuck you, Ninja. Anyways. Well, because those um, people, like, they're, they're using
1: bargain. the money that other people have donated to them to boost themselves to make more money. Like, you have yeah. to have the money in the first place to be able to pay to boost yourself. So exactly. it's not.
0: It's, it's paying Twitch to pay Twitch. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's an Ouroboros. Mm-hmm. Um so
2: uh, spend money to make here's the, uh
0: here's the update uh, Twitch has provided further uh, responses in it to its recent hack revealing that it's reset all stream keys but saying there's no indication that full credit card numbers and login credit credentials were exposed on the Twitch blog a spokesperson announced um, that out of an abundance of caution we have reset all stream keys stream keys are, and of course you know what a stream key is a separate update saw Twitch explain that the breach occurred due to an error in a Twitch server configuration change that was subsequently accessed by a malicious third party. Our teams are working with urgency to investigate the incident. While Twitch has not yet spoken to its full extent of the breach, it did have some more positive news to share. At the time, we had no indication that logging credentials... Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much that. So, and then pretty much Twitch confirming that there was a breach. So, yeah, don't be mad that, like, the, the popular stream you have been donating money to, when you see... Like a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars for like over the course of one fucking stream. That this person, um, I know even Maximilian Dude. I didn't see how much he made because I'm like that's not my business. So I didn't go looking. I looked at like the top point one percent, but like he talked about it and stuff like that. Like, listen, it's their fucking job. That's what they yeah. do. Don't are you? I upset? thought I was
1: the only one giving them money. Like no, I think that's the real problem. Is people are saying like I only like. I only support them a fraction of what they actually earn from others. Like, you feel cheated on, you know?
0: Little, yeah, <laughs> it's whatever.
2: It's like that one scene from Spider-Man where Norman Osborn yells, you know how much I sacrificed? Yeah, pretty
0: much. <laughs> um, yeah. Also interesting note that most of the top earners in Twitch are male, and one female, which is Amaranth, who is allegedly, mm. she may or may not be banned for the last time, but you know, you know what kind of stream she does. It's, it is what it is. Um, she should i don't know it, that's a whole other topic but uh, i support her doing that because yeah, making money why not she's not nude um yeah. do what you gotta do yeah so um yeah twitch makes money what a surprise but uh more importantly your information is safe and uh i think the person even said that like who did this hacking was like i didn't you know there's no login stuff is there it's just
1: that wasn't the intention of the hack
0: yeah so let's go to something fucking scummy, shall we? Let's go to something that pissed a lot of people off. Cause of course Kotaku wants to piss people off. Met- this is their fucking head the headline. Metroid Dread is already running on Switch emulators. What? What? Metroid Dread was officially released on October 8th, but copies got out into the wild a few days before. After a short time, the game is now fully playable in 4K via various Nintendo Switch emulators. Uh, of course, goes into, uh, they go into the review. Um, and they even list emulators, like Yuzu Open Source Emulator um, and the other one, Ryujinx. I have not even heard of that one. Here's where it gets... Here's where it kind of... It gets bad. Um, and basically it looks like there was an update to this article, but basically this article was initially promoting the idea to pirate Metroid Dread, a series that is notorious, again, I talked about this earlier, 19 years, I got that right this time, without a a, a full-fledged sequel, and over 20-plus years since a console sequel, at least in the 2D perspective, and this website, this big website that has a lot of reach is telling people to pirate it right now, on fucking emulators if you have the PC for it. And I think that's, again, none of us are against emulation here. We all fucking emulate. I got a fucking Super Nintendo Classic and Genesis Mini all fucking hacked, ready to go. So it's not, the emulation's not the problem. It's the fact that, <laughs> yeah, exactly, the fact, fucking the pirate machine right there, right there. Yeah. Um, it's the fact that you're actively telling people to stop, to basically, like uh, to me, like it, it like basically, still a product that's brand new. It's one thing to emulate old shit that you can't buy anymore. It's another thing to emulate a game that just came out from devs who worked hard in it, probably years worked hard in it. That's another thing altogether. And I think that, like, you can have that opinion. You shouldn't be posting that on a fucking big gaming news site article. What I love is they had a video like showing off the,
1: um, the gameplay. Emulators. Yeah. And N- Nintendo flagged it and took it down.
0: Of course they did. That's of course hilarious. they did. Right, rightfully so. Like maybe um, you should have taken
1: the whole article down then.
0: Yeah. And there, there's even a, there was even a cheeky point. I don't think, I think they removed it from the article. Um, where like, uh, they said, all right, Nintendo's lawyers. And y'all, y'all can go away right now. I'm going to talk to the, fa-. like, I'm like, really? Like, and they try to hide this under like oh it's you know um, preservation there's nothing preservationist about this the game just fucking came out it's not like you can't buy you can't go to a fucking store and can't buy that's not game preservation like actually like, like if let's talk 20 years from now when you can't play switch games or whatever or some stupid shit like that this is just telling people to fucking steal the game that just came out what
1: makes me mad is, there's, there's, a, there's a line here that says, Thanks to Nintendo's rather poor approach to supporting older games, which is true, especially yeah, this- those on the Game Boy Advance and DS, emulation is often the only viable means to play through their collection, and this is the case for much of the Metroid franchise. Clearly, that's not the case for Metroid Dread, a brand new game. Like,
0: then why did you bring it up? <laughs> right, exactly. Dread isn't the problem, you can buy Dread. And, it's almost and you should. You- yeah. And we then they had reviews. an
1: update that basically says, "Um, we're sorry that some people interpreted this article as a suggestion to illegally download this game. We believe our readers are intelligent adults capable of oh making such my. choices for
0: themselves. Wow. no, 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 I know what you read. I am intelligent. I'm not a dumbass. You were telling people to emulate to pirate the game. yeah, like there's no qualms about it like." You're telling people to play on the emulators, that mean you're pirating it? Is it a possibility that somebody who owns a copy is going to emulate it? Sure. But you, sh- as a web are basically telling people, like, any non-conformist is going to be like, oh, I'll just pirate the game. Shit, fuck that. You're giving them direct links to information about these emulators. Like... Yeah.
1: What... Most places... Even, even like, the, the Vita Reddit forums um, specify that you... Like, you're not allowed to talk about, you know, ROM information and stuff. And that any information about, like, ROM hacking should be called game backups. Like, it's, it's code for ROMs. Like, they, the, the Vita Piracy subreddit is smart enough to not openly talk about emulation. But Kotaku is over here, like, hey, you can emulate this new Metroid game that we've been waiting 19 years for without buying it on Switch. Go ahead.
2: It'll be great. Breaking the first rule of Fight Club right yeah. there. Yep, there
0: Stupid. goes the cat. Oh, I yeah. almost it on Callie! <laughs> Did I? Yeah, oh, she's, she's like right there.
1: <laughs> she got she mad, does. but she's fine. Mm. Shh. Shh. You can't <laughs> be a podcast guest. You can't play video games. Aww. You don't have fun. She can if she wants. He watches me play games most of the time. Anyway. Yeah, this is stupid and I hate it. But (laughs) there's also a part of me that wants to see the game in 4K. Like, I own it. So it's fine. Um, I've played Samus Returns in, like, well, 2K. Because the 3DS emulator is not perfect. Um, But I do kind of want to see this running. Um, I didn't realize Switch emulation had come so far. Like, this yeah. is entirely unrelated to the Kotaku article, but, um, I had gotten the Wii U emulator, I forget what it's called offhand, um, to play Citrus? Breath of the Wild.
0: SIT something?
1: No, Citra is the 3DS emulator.
0: Ah, oh, okay, that's something, yeah. Um, but anyway, there,
1: there is a, there's a Wii U, U emulator. And, um, it might be Yuzu, actually. It might be Wii U and Switch. I don't remember. But there's a bunch of, like, uh, uh, visual mods for Breath of the Wild like the Wii U version Um so I d- I booted that up just to kind of see it running at like 60 frames a second like 1080p with like some nice kind of reshade mods and a higher uh field of view and it was really cool but I just did it like as an experiment like just to see what it was like and I would do the same thing with this I don't think I'd want to actually play it on PC because that feels weird like it's I don't know it's a switch game like i'm super excited for it but i also like i put my money in i got the special edition i got the amiibo like if i wanted to emulate it i could <laughs> i don't like that they're promoting the information that it's out there for people to pirate that's the
0: that's where i have issues yeah yeah it's like fuck off cook
2: okay yeah. let, let Bottom line, support the game so that Nintendo will be able to make Yeah, we're not more. waiting
0: 19 years for the next sequel. So, uh, this is, this is, uh, again, this is not going to be a long news segment, so this may not be a longer show, but that's just, we talked a lot about tread so I think it makes up for that. Uh, we got some sad Monster Hunter news that y'all don't want to hear. Tyler, play taps over this as I talk about it. Um, Alexa, Tyler, I'm feeling sad. Play taps. Um... What? what are you it's doing? It's a 21-gun salute. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? I thought you were jacking off your wall for some reason. Um, so, uh, last... Oh, when it was announced that Monster Hunter Sunbreak, I think that's the new expansion? Yeah, Sunbreak. I was right. I did to look at that. It uh, was coming to uh, Switch. Uh, it was going to be the next expansion. It also announced that uh, it's also coming to the monster hunter base is coming to monster Hunter base monster hunter rise is coming to uh pc officially in early 2022 and of course on the questionnaire they left a survey what would you like to see in the uh, pc such expansion of monster hunter sunbreak and a lot of it including thomas and i we pretty much put in the idea of cross save cross play of uh between it and here's the tweet from the monster hunter twitter account we heard your request for cross-save slash cross-play for Monster Hunter Rise and Sunbreak. But unfortunately, after looking into it throughout the development process, we found we were unable to implement it at the time. As always, we appreciate your continued feedback and support. So pretty much confirming. No, at minimum, I wouldn't even have minded no cross-play. Right, I could deal with that. No cross-save. Um, and I think like that's... Ripped. Cause I like I've I've been stated how I think Monster Hunter is great. I love it on Switch, but fuck I would love to play a PC version of it. And but the reason why I don't want to do it is because you have to fucking start over. And that's a lot of fucking work. That's a lot of time. And I didn't mind putting in the time into this Monster Hunter because it was my first one, it was discovery, it was new things this time around it it, it's not a new game it's the same game i beat less than a year ago um to do it all over again i would happily double dip for monster hunter rise on pc if it means i could transfer my just my save data i don't have to communicate i don't have to play on switch while thomas plays on pc it doesn't have to be that i would just love to be able to kick my information over fucking hades does it the fucking Witcher 3 does it. There's I think um a couple of other indie games do it. So maybe they found maybe they looked and they actually looked into it and just something broke or it just doesn't work initially right now. But it just it's just depressing because I really wanted to play Monster Hunter on PC. And now I won't because I don't wanna I don't wanna play I don't wanna do it all that base shit all over again, you know.
2: Well at least you're saving sixty bucks this time around.
0: Yeah, I guess. It's true. See see the positive side. I guess. I, I mean like I just I just really wanted to be able to like have this like I don't mind playing Monster Hunter on my TV, but I'd love to play Monster Hunter on my new PC, this brand new sexy monitor I got 2 months ago um, or a month ago. I don't know time fucking has been crawling ever since June for me. Um but uh yeah. Uh yeah, no Monster Hunter crossplay. Damn it. So here's the final bit of news, and you thought we forgot about it, didn't you? You, you, you cheeky motherfuckers! You thought we I did forgot. Um, I Ben definitely forgot about it. I did not forget. I, I did not forget. <laughs> Don't start. Okay, so we got our fucking Smash Direct, and the final character has been revealed. The it final was a great character. This is a great trailer. The final character for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Is Sora from Kingdom Hearts? The impossible. The Mad Lads actually. The did impossible it. has fucking happened. I was watching Maximilian dudes this like stream of it because I just looked up on Twitter. I didn't want to fucking wait, so I saw who it was immediately. So I didn't care. Um, mm-hmm. I was devastated that my girl didn't make it in, but maybe the next one. <laughs> Anyways.
2: She's got a, lot, a whole bunch of rep, uh, representation in the game yeah. already, dude. There was no chance. Um,
0: but he, initially, Max, initially thought it was it was going to be Dark Souls because like the rekindling the flame. It looks like yeah. My friend gonna... said that too. I yeah, yeah. Like it's a whole thing. So he was like adamant. Oh my god, is it Dark Souls? Because that would have been a wild pick. Um, but no. Um, yeah, and they fucking show a Mickey Mouse keychain, which that probably costs like a quarter of a million dollars. That costs more than so- all yeah, of Sora's right. inclusion. That in his dumb banana yeah. shoes. <laughs> so yeah, Sora, like the character that, every, including I, said would never happen, um, is in Kingdom Fucking Hearts. I mean, is in Smash Brothers. Sora from Kingdom Hearts is in Smash Brothers. I, I. The ultimate crossover character
2: is in the ultimate
0: crossover. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. That's, That's a lot of 10. Square reps. That's four. As the yeah, mo- right. I think it's the besides Nintendo. It's the most reps for a third party.
1: Yeah, like they went from getting no music with Cloud to having four reps yeah, across tra- two sets of DLC. Their
0: their three biggest series are in there with Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, and Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in another reality, this would have been Chrono, but whatever. We can't have that. Um, Isn't there Me Fighter? No, I don't think there's a me fighter. Krono. Well,
2: you can make a me fighter look like Krono. There's not an official one.
0: They probably had to get signed off from Titsuyu, not Titsuyu Namura, Akira Toriyama, to get that like signed off and everything. So, yeah. which yeah. they did for Dragon Quest, they had to for Dragon Quest shit.
1: How do you guys there feel? Was, there was also a, a yeah, Doom guy. Yeah, so that was cool.
0: But no music. Like he's like the only special. Yeah, that's disappointing. like. Come on! I don't like they played like his like a piece of music from Doom Eternal, but he doesn't get like Sans got music, Cuphead got music, but Doom guy yeah the, or the, doesn't get it, and I I don't understand.
1: But we can finally fulfill all of the Doom guy and Isabel memes.
0: In yeah, Bros. the the fucking Doom Twitter account yep. did that shit. I know it was great. Is it's, it's true. Too- congratulations, so awesome. Doom guy, Doom Slayer got into Smash. That's that's and it actually looks really cool. For a yeah. me fi- for a me fighter, yeah, um, they did the special guy specialized me fighters justice this time. Um, mm-hmm. It feels like they're actual fighters, um, but apparently, according to Sakurai, this is this, we just think the trailer. Uh, but he, there's like a whole presentation of it. Uh, apparently, yeah. according to that Smash poll that they did, oh god, it feels so long ago now, like in 2015. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was like 2014, yeah, something like that. It was basically uh,
1: around the time of DLC for the last Smash game.
0: Yeah. Um, that Sora was the number one voted in character for all across the world. Like that's who. Like not not fucking fuck you, Goku. Finally, it's over. No more hearing Goku's in Smash. I don't have to fucking yeah. hear that shit anymore. And it's taken no more Shrek. it's taken since that poll for them to get him in the game. Yeah.
2: That must have been legal yeah. hell, trying to convince both uh, Square and Disney to get this character What's funny in. is,
1: like, across his stage and everything, like, he has no references to, like, any Disney things. No, except for awesome. the Mickey Mouse keychain on his That's it. keyblade. That's and, it. like, the That's the really stage it. backgrounds, like, they have Organization thirteen members on them, but no Donald or Groofy or anything. The music tracks are all, like, just kind of general Kingdom Hearts stuff that, like...
0: Sakurai so said something
1: would... like, "I didn't want her to put anything that's world specific." He he couldn't.
0: Yeah, the like yeah. fucking uh, anything from like Little Mermaid or um, fuck, I think of another.
2: Do you want the Atlantic no. theme? The 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 the. No, I, really? I mean like, no one Real talk, I
0: would have loved to beat to be able to beat your ass in Smash Brothers with Under the Sea playing. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. You can still uh, do it, just, you know. Yeah, Activate your echo and. Yeah, exactly. Da- 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 oh, now I'm going to have under the, under the Sea stuck in my head. Um. So, yeah, how do you guys feel about the fight? Like, this is it. There's no more DLC coming. I kind of hope that he said, oh, wait, he was going to pull a fucking Columbo. Just one more yeah. thing. Um, but no, this is, this is it. There's. Until we get another Smash game, which. Nothing can top this fucking roster, man. It's over. I don't know that we need another Smash game. Just Just do a Mario
1: Mario Kart Deluxe
0: thing and make this, like, the Kingdom Hearts. They have to probably renegotiate all the fucking licenses again. That's the other issue. Right.
2: Yeah. But yeah, in terms of, like, a final character, I think there's no other perfect choice, I think. Like, Sora represents pretty much one of the biggest crossover games ever like kingdom hearts is just one of those games that should have been doomed to fail with its premise alone but the fact that it did so well and uh pun pretty much intended captured Mm -hmm. the hearts of so many people (laughs) um yeah i feel like his inclusion is probably necessary at this point like i can't think of any other character from any other game that would uh pretty much top this one if we were to have a last character, you know? It's pretty much the cherry on top. You know, coupled with uh, the uh, X-Men versus Street Fighter reference at the end oh, of the yeah. trailer F- where Sora shakes Mario's
1: <laughs> hand. Shit's great. Also, it's confirmed that Mario is a Keyblade wielder, so that's neat. Yep.
2: Yeah. They pretty much confirmed that one uh, April Fool's joke from an uh, old IGN thing from 2007. Yeah,
1: are we gonna get um, like a Mushroom Kingdom world in the next Kingdom Hearts game now?
2: So this is what happened at the end of Kingdom Hearts Three. Sora just fucked
1: off and went to Smash yeah. Brothers. Well, I saw some people sharing like that, uh, like after the fights with Cloud and and Sephiroth and Kingdom Hearts, they're like, we have to we have to go to another world or something like that. And like they were like, oh, they must have been going to Smash Bros. And now Soras has found them in this other world.
2: Yeah, that's hilarious. Or it's probably like the end of Dream Drop Distance, where instead of going to mess around with the Dream Eaters, he just goes fight Mega mm-hmm. Man.
1: It was pretty hyped though. Like in the reveal, like you know, presentation when they had Sora versus Sephiroth, and they said something like, "This is probably the most like accurate like." you know recreation scene that we've ever done like across this whole game
2: yeah like i really do like the um uh, the mechanic that uh, they included for uh, stamina battles where uh, if sora lands the final hit it does like the slow motion thing uh where you land the final hit in kingdom mm. hearts 2 that's just yeah. cool i love it yes also i'm a really big fan of uh, all the alternate costumes um yeah. mm-hmm. uh, most of them are pretty much uh, the alternate forms from Kingdom Hearts Two, which is kind of lame. Um, there's the Kingdom Hearts One outfit, the one from Two, the one from Dream Drop Distance, the one from Three, and probably the coolest one, the one from Timeless River, where he's literally that one's a 1920s awesome. cartoon. Yeah, It's that's, so that's, cool. That,
0: I think I might just play with that costume exclusively. I'm yeah. not a Kingdom Hearts player, but I won't like. I think this is. I feel like this is the one pick where either people were like, "Yay!" or like. Okay. I mean, I did not care who the final Either character was. Really but like stuff. they
1: did a really good job with him.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, congratulations Kingdom Hearts fans, the dream came yeah. true. The dream dropped and distance. For all
2: those that um for all those who were expecting anyone else, um Here's to all my people that <laughs> wanted
1: Goku. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what the salt was for. Yes, it is. Um, yep. Well, so uh, so let's, let's let's go over the body count real quick. So all the hop smash hopefuls we were supposed to be in there, but didn't get in there. RIP Dante. RIP Travis touchdown. RIP Chun Li. They're R. in the
2: game. They're me fighters. RIP
0: Doom guy. We'll talk about official fighters. RFA Phoenix Wright. Um, there was a Gino. great comment. RIP Geno. Chun-Li. Yeah, I said Chun Li. Uh, there was a great comic where um, <laughs> Phoenix Wright is the lawyer for Sora to get into Kingdom Hearts, but mm-hmm. Phoenix lost, lost the trial, and Maya's like screaming at Phoenix, like Phoenix, if you would have um, lost the trial or something like that, it's like you would have gotten the Smash. And he's like, Maya, I think that was for the best. And it, it's him in his head, and he's just getting imagined, getting basically fucked up by the Smash characters. And he's <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be there. Um, so Phoenix just, Phoenix is not a a violent guy, so let, yeah. let him be. Um, but no no Phoenix Wright, no Shantae, no Shovel Knight, no... Who, who's Shovel in, who's Knight was or, an assist trophy. He wasn't going to happen. True, true, true. Yeah. Um, That's still to, huge. I'm trying to think of who else... No, no Waluigi. Walu- yeah, rest in peace, Waluigi's dream, that yeah. the purple dream is died. I,
1: I had joked that Waluigi should be a guest character in uh, the Nicktoons game. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's basically be...
0: like Nintendo's like a cartoon no, it should be Robbie rotten, rotten. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the like that's that's the roster over over close to, close to ninety characters. Marvel versus Capcom two was the greatest fighting game roster of all time, but I think a long time ago Smash took it. But I think Thor- Th- Thora. Yeah. Thora makes it number one. Uh, Sora makes it number one. Sorry, I had a speech impediment come out of nowhere. Just Thora. S- just by sheer inclusion. Yeah, like you will never see this amount
1: of properties combined again. Like in, there was, in an official there was a, capacity, there was stats at the end of the presentation. That was something like there's like over a thousand games represented across everything, like you know Spirit Board and uh, assist trophies and characters Peace and tracks, all that. Chaos. Yeah, it is still weird to me that we got a friggin. Uh, Monster Hunter boss fight in the game, but no and Monster nothing Hunt. else.
0: Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's that's weird. I mean, the I kept Mico- they kept ma- expecting something else. Did they bring back the me costumes? I think maybe. I think that's that's probably what.
2: Yeah, there were some that came back.
0: So yeah, um, a lot of hopefuls didn't get in, but like. At this point, if you don't have a fucking favor in Smash Ultimate, well, maybe you just don't like video games. Anyways, yeah. Um, there's there's some like, chances are you had it. chances are you got at least one. I got fucking Pyra and Mithra, mm-hmm. uh, which is like like again, I'll never forget. I got Kazuya a yeah. Tekken. Like fucking, he got Kazuya. Like holy shit. Um, yeah. yeah, that was my dream. So guy. like shit, man. We kept talking about that. for I finally years, got so. Ridley. Yeah, you got Ridley. Every Ridley's I in Smash. Like, like <laughs> this is literally dreams came true with this game like inclusions like yeah not everybody's gonna make the cut and that sucks but it is what it is uh one final thing before we move on to the topic they announced kingdom hearts for switch yay yay Yay! it's all the cloud version yeah oh no why
1: it's because it's it's the like the all collection or whatever
0: um all in the all in one, yeah,
1: yeah. That includes like two point nine and three and stuff. And so the only way to port that entire collection over two point nine and three are the same game, huh?
2: No, uh, you're thinking of the one point five. The uh, no two point
1: nine. The uh, the fragmentary passage. Two point
2: nine is the beginning of Kingdom Hearts three. Two point eight is the game you're is thinking
0: it? of. Whatever two point something yeah. something stupid like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I thought two point eight bullshit. was the name of the collection, like oh, with Dream Drop
1: Distance no, and stuff. It's,
2: it's the uh, Aqua sub story from uh, the Dream Drop Distance HD yeah. game. Yeah, it was the that's not a, called two point nine. Pretty much the no two point nine is uh, the uh, is where Sora and Donald and Goofy are fucking around in the beginning of Kingdom uh, Hearts 3 and Olympus.
0: Kingdom Hearts is so stupid. Yeah. It so is. like I feel like they should have just ported the individual collections, like right. the 1.5, the 2.5, the And fucking... then have like a
1: cloud version of 3.
0: Yeah, just do a cloud version of 3 or something. Or fucking go to the effort and fucking optimize that for Switch, but, you know, yeah. effort. If the fucking Witcher 3 can fucking run on that game, don't tell me Kingdom Hearts can't do that without optimization. Don't tell me that.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much a bunch of PS2 games. They can run all three Devil May cries on there, so why not this?
0: It's It's weird. Um, so there's a caveat. There's always a fucking caveat. So, there, be or beware, you're gonna buy the cloud version, so it means you be, you're gonna... It's the monkey. Yeah, I mean, I'm wanna...
1: just saying, Kingdom Hearts 3
0: ran at 900p on PS4, so... Again, maybe that version should have been a cloud version or something, um, but, like, there's no reason why the... Like, they should have just won... Let the person buy 1.5, 2.5, let them buy as yeah. they want, versus doing the all-in-one collection. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll fucking... <sighs> I don't know. I'm not saying I'll stream Kingdom Hearts because, I mean, fuck it. Maybe I will at some point just to fucking get it out of the fucking way. But
2: uh, you you can, but you just have to be sure to uh, mute the opening because that is. a oh, um, one is I right.
0: think there. I think the whole
1: collection is on Game Pass, so you could just do them there instead. Oh
0: yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. All right. Uh, anything else to say about Kingdom Hearts, You're guys? Lost. I pretty much said all I needed to say. New okay. games are cool. Let's go on to our final topic of the night, which is about demakes. We keep hearing about remakes and, of course, taking an old game and reimagining it for the new new systems. But what about an old game, a new game, and kind of like retrofitting it to like an older console? Uh, a very famous one that I know of is Super Smash Brothers for the Game Boy. Yes, there is a demake version of Smash Brothers. I can't remember which version it is. It's probably... Uh, either six, it's probably melee or or uh, brawl, where they pretty much put some characters on on the Game Boy, and it's sick. Um, Super nin- Smash Land,
1: uh, I've seen this before too.
0: Yeah, and uh, Nintendo yeah, oh Wire, man. the website, they don't they haven't done this recently, but for a couple like big Nintendo releases, they would basically do demakes of certain games like Breath of the Wild and the Game Boy Color, um, Animal Crossing uh, New Leaf on the Super Nintendo, or stuff like that. So guys. What is a game that you think could be good in a D made version? Are we starting
1: with me? I assume.
0: Ah, pick, but it's random. It's it's the toss up in the air. Let's go. Okay. Um, well, I was just gonna like I didn't want it I didn't want dead air. Uh,
1: so my I will say like I have a pick, but it's technically already being done, so I'm not sure if it counts. Um I want to also shout out Mega Man Extreme. Uh those two games are also like they remade or demade uh the Mega Man X games for Game Boy Color and they're not bad. Like Extreme 2 actually lets you play as Zero yeah. and like it's pretty cool. Um anyway. Yeah. So there is a fan um demake of Metroid Prime in a 2D uh game engine. And it's just got a demo out right now, but it's really cool. Um, and, like, that's one I would have thought of, but I feel like I can't because it's already, like, someone already came up with it. So I wanted to talk about it, but it can't be my pick. Um, I would like to see um, Donkey Kong 64 made as, like, a 2D side-scroller, like, Metroidvania-type game. Oh. Um where the the level design is fairly similar uh the mini games play out more like the you know actual donkey kong country mini games where it's like on a <laughs>
0: yeah
1: and um you still like switch between the apes and stuff uh at certain points but it acts more like um like gate barrier or like progress barriers rather than, you know, needing a specific one to use their powers and, like, traverse over a large land. And, like, I, I feel like that game's a little, um, a pun also intended, chunky. And nice. I think it could be interesting to have, like, a map that you follow with the characters and kind of, like, imagine how the game works Without the kind of, like, large meandering levels that you have to go around. Like, there wouldn't be so much reliance on following banana trails, for example, um, where, like, you have to backtrack a bunch because there's a random coin at the end of a path that you have to pick up with a different monkey, even though they don't have anything else down that way.
2: So what you're saying is you want Donkey Kong 64,
1: but tiny. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
0: <sighs> okay, that's that's not a bad one, Tyler. Yes, ma'am.
2: Uh, my answer is a little similar to Justin's, uh, but different franchise altogether. I kind of want to see Uncharted as a 2D platformer, okay. maybe as a Metroidvania kind of like. That
1: reminds me of like the Assassin's Memphis Creed and- games that were on like DS, for example. With, there's kind of the same, like, Assassin's Creed gameplay, but in a side-scroller view.
2: Yeah. Um, I'd like to see, like, a 2D take on uh, Uncharted. Like, playing as Nathan Drake, just uh, hobbling over platforms, swinging on vines, aiming his gun a la Samus from uh, Metroid Dread or any of the (laughs) GBA games. Um, You know, collecting different weapons, uh, collecting ammo, all that stuff. Just dispatching enemies in a 2D environment. Um, I wouldn't know how they would incorporate the whole climbing aspect, but I feel like that would be a pretty interesting take if, uh, it was made into like a 2D platformer. I'd definitely want to see Well, they that.
1: had, they also had like a really solid, I think it was just one, um, Prince of Persia game that again was kind of like reimagined as a side-scroller on DS and PSP, I think. Um
2: like my mind immediately springs to uh the GBA Crash Bandicoot mm. games uh but then again uh the older Crash games had 2D moments mm-hmm. as well so i'm not sure if that really counts any- in i was thinking like the
1: GBA Splinter Cell but... which was decent it had like some stealth sections where you have to like you hit a button to kind of like you know go back into the background and then you release the button to come back a- uh to the front but you're always on a 2D plane which is kind of cool yeah be cool. That would actually work really well for like The Last of Us remake
0: too, but sorry, I don't want to take one from Ben. Yeah. yeah, that'd be sick. All right, my turn, I guess, huh? Well, I thought long and hard about this. I I'm would really. love to see Bioshock remade in the OG Resident Evil style. Fixed oh, different type angles. of make okay yeah so like no like like I was thinking like I want I want to make it some like somewhat because I feel like a 2d bioshock wouldn't really work I think it would look cool um, it's just like Matt rapture and stuff like that but like fixed camera angles tank controls more puzzle elements obviously very similar to the first Bioshock game I that that's my answer um, limited ammo so maybe not maybe maybe no powers at all um, maybe we take that away, which kind of ruins it, but, uh, yeah. or, fi- or find situations to where they're more useful, but basically make it more, make it akin to that. Uh, just, just in terms of style, uh, of stylization, make it more puzzle bathe. Just make big, just make the big daddy Mr. X. Um, don't remind me of that. Oh God, for the fucker. It's the anxiety of <laughs> the <this> section. <clears throat> um, but, uh. Okay, make make it more puzzle based. It would be basically Bioshock 2 Bioshock would basically be more puzzle based than say action based. So more horror, leaning more into its horror elements. because I've always been adamant that Bioshock initially was supposed to be a horror game that got more action develop, more action parts as it as it went on. At least that's how it proceeded to be because that game is fucking terrifying at certain points. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's mine. Remake Bioshock in the vein of like the original Resident Evil uh, style, Big Daddy and all. So take Bioshock and make it worse. Got it. Not worse.
2: So just make it alone in the dark. <laughs> not worse?
1: Game. Oh oh, you had to start
0: somewhere. Those OG Resident Evil games are pretty rough. No. It's they just because we've been spoiled by modern ingenuity. What a mansion. Yeah, give it give it shitty give, give it shitty voice acting. There you go. That's that's how you know <laughs> it's it's a classic. Alright, but that's mine. Whether you agree with it or not, that's mine. I thought I thought that'd be clever. Um Exactly. Okay, Fun. let's let's go ahead and get out of here, Justin. Mm-hmm. Plug your stuff, please. You can find me if you
1: look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. Um, I have a new video out, I think, since last yeah, it was last Wednesday um, on a kind of a critical retrospective of uh, Metroid Zero Missions slash Metroid One. Um, I actually started work on my Metroid 2 video, so hopefully that won't take too long. Um, I I recorded it and then beat Dread this morning, so I'm like, okay, I'll take some time to edit before I start the game back up again. Um, But yeah, and then uh, through October, my friend Chris and I are playing uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 uh, co-op on stream on Thursday nights. And it's really fun. I forgot to talk about it during like the games we've been playing, but it's a really cool game, and I'm glad we have we got it to work over the Steam remote play together thing. Um, so yeah, check that out this month. Tyler.
2: You can follow me on Twitter at HeyIt'sThatTy. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, Home of Tyre Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. I am currently in the midst of uh, making my next video. Uh, I apologize for not putting out any content in the past few months. I've kind of been like an emotional rut with like uh, work and uh, confidence issues, I guess. But the next one's coming uh, uh, and just, it won't be Bloody Roar though. I kind of gave up on that after a while, but it will be on the origin of fighting games, <laughs> starting with Karate Champ, and uh, I believe it's called uh, Yaya R uh, Fighting, uh, something like that. I forget what it's called. But yeah, check those out. It's going to be a doubleheader, and following that will be Street Fighter 1, followed by the beefy Street Fighter 2, and that will be finale with Mortal Kombat. So look forward to that. Also check out CinemaShot on uh, ChartShot.com, where Ben and I are reviewing uh, the DCU at the... Not DCU, the... DC Cinematic Universe. An- animated Universe. Uh, we just recorded... Yeah, the Animated Universe. Uh, we just recorded The Reign of the Superman. So check that out when it drops. It should be out by the time the VOD for this one drops. So check it out, guys. It's cool.
0: Thank you, Tyler. And, of course, you can follow me at Twitter.com slash MarvelousIggy for all things related to the Marvelous one. And, of course, you can follow me out... See me on live on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Iggy2814. I stream four times a week, technically five things to this stream. Um, all of them except for today at 6pm Central Standard Time. So it's Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If I have my own day, if I have days for a second. All at 6pm Central Standard Time. We, it's been Halloween month and it, God, it's been fucking the best month. I say this every fucking time I do this, but it's literally been the best every single time I pop up in the stream. But we're playing Resident Evil 2 on Sundays and Wednesdays. Costume Quest on Tuesdays. And I'm doing co-op shenanigan fun uh, with uh, Thomas with Dead Space 3, which has been a lot of fun. Not scary, but fun. Uh, not a horror-correct game that you can play, especially when you just played Resident Evil 5 with this goober over here. Um, so Mm -hmm. uh, there you go and of course please go to chartshot.com for all for this content this very episode you listen to as well as previous uh, chartshot episodes Um, and of course listen to uh, the wrestling show that Thomas and I do Uh, the episode that just went live is Wrestlemania 15 Um, so go listen to that one and the one that will be coming up live this week it was possibly the worst wrestling show Thomas and I have watched on the show that we've recorded, we were literally, our minds were literally melting by the time we had finished, and I apologize vehemently. It's Halloween Havoc 2000, the last Halloween Havoc put on by W, so by World Championship Wrestling. Take that as you, as you will. It was not a good time. Um. <laughs> We were we were both gassed. We were to to make a wrestling reference. We were both Lex Luger by the time, uh, by midway through the whole fucking show. The highlight of the fucking show was the first match. It all went down there, but that'll go live this weekend. Uh, but thank you all for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week for some more charged shot charge shenanigans. Until next time, guys. Stay charged. Have a good night, everybody. Don't stay beep, salty beep, though.
1: Give me the salt. <sniffs> <sniffs>